What is up, everybody? ZMT Sports back. Back. Little phone edition from Milk Money Cash Money. We ran into some technical difficulties. We actually already recorded our ZMT bets segment of this podcast. We're going ass reverse back. order. This whole day has been asked backwards for both of us. We're both working OT, both making that money, both doing big boy things. And now we get to be little kids and talk about our football teams and yeah. give our fantasy picks for the, the thing and just – Go to a therapy session, well, more of a therapy session for me and more of a celebratory session for you. Um, yes. Listen, Giants are on a buy, so we don't have to talk about that shit team. Uh, that's good. But, yeah, I, I say let's get after it. Let's get this going. And, and, yeah. I look good at this angle. You do. You do. I like it. A little, like little, little seductive. You're, like, leaned over a little bit to your left. You're on your arm rest. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Need more you got a nice fresh little cut going on. I like it. I like it. I like it. Huh. Yeah, Tom, I'm ready. I'm ready. Bar. Let's get it rolling. Let's get it rolling. The MT Sports back. Back. Local landscape. Mike said, "See you later." Uh, that's how you just know this whole day is going going off. Uh, I might I might edit that out. I might not. I'll, 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 I'll determine if I want to do that or not. Um. So. I don't want to talk about my team yet because I'm tired of this podcast always starting off in a negative realm. Okay. We need to start off positive and we need to start with those Super Bowl contending Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Mike, take the floor. Now I don't even want to talk about them because yeah, of you. you. Yeah, you do. Because of you. Because you. Got you. Three takeaways. You're going to praise Dak, praise Quinn, praise McCarthy, praise the defense, Mark. praise the Yeah, offense. I am. Get after it. Just lay it on. Yeah. Lay it on. Well, first, I want to say I'm too negative sometimes. I know. But I feel like I'm a more real Cowboy fan than 90% of them, where, you know, they usually hate the fucking team or they give up on them after a bad loss. You're not an extremist, I should say, if I make you off. You're not an extremist. I try to be a realist because, correct me if I'm wrong, but when you see a Cowboys team collapse, especially as bad as they did last week, it's very rare for them to look back to superhuman form that they did before. So, it, I know, I know. So, I'll, I'll get into it. But, like you said, big win for the boys. 43-3, to three, a fucking absolutely ass-kicking of the Atlanta Falcons. You know, I thought the Falcons would be mad from last year, have a little chip on their shoulder because, you know, their old coach is the D, D coordinator on the Cowboys now. No, did he get the best of them? My goodness. Um, 43 to 3. <laughs> Looks like a college football game here. Um, it was 28 to 3 at one point, which I found funny. I, I did say that when I was watching that Justin. I was like, yo, it's 23. Worst lead, worst lead in football for Atlanta. Um, but yeah, I'll get to my three takeaways. I got a lot of stats. I got a lot of praising to do. All right, Tom, so bear with me. Cut me off if needed. But I got I got I got to praise this guy because you know I think he should be in the in the front running for MVP of the NFL this year. I'm going to suck Kellen Moore's dick a little bit later too, but let me talk about this offense who was dog shit last week. You could tell that Dak just needed one week of fucking practice of the whole week of practice and he was going to be back. We know we talked about how good he is on bounce back games after a bad a bad game. Our prop bets hit fucking beautiful. Listen, this offense is number one in the NFL when they're on the same page, man. Number one in the NFL, without a doubt. You know, and like I said, Dak Prescott is in the MVP race. It was a bounce back game. Let me just give you his stats real quick, Tom. I know you how much you love stats. Dak Prescott, stat 20, guy. 24 of 31, 296 yards, 12.3 average yards per pass. Okay, Tom, two touchdowns, throwing one touchdown, rushing like a grown fucking man. And he had a 127.9 QBR. That's the type of day that he had. Can I say uh, something? Go ahead. I don't know if you remember this because people, I don't know if you know this, but Mikey D likes to call me a jinx all the time. Because supposedly yes. I am a jinx, right? You are. Do you remember what I texted in the group chat at around 1045 in the morning when I was sitting in the parking lot drinking beers? What did I say? I forgot, to be honest with you. I wanted to bet Dak Prescott rushing touchdown. And I said it was I always... 
Dak Prescott rushing touchdown. I never said that was a jinx. I never said you couldn't do that. No, I, I know, I know, I know, I know. But you know what? You've made me. You've told me I'm a jinx so much, and that I'm a mush so much. It affects my betting. I'm officially admitting it. It affects my betting. It affects my betting. Later that night, we should talk about what happened later that night between our our, our beloved fucking hockey team and how you jinxed that too. No, I, I did not jinx anything. <laughs> yes, I did not jinx anything. But continue on your praise of the Dallas Cowboys. Super uh, Bowl. Super Bowl contending Cowboys. Stop. See, this is your jinx. See, this is what I'm talking about. But Dak, Coda, Prescott. Want to hear something crazy, Tom? Yes, I do. Targeting completed a pass to 10. 10 different receivers slash tight ends slash running backs on this offensive team on Sunday. 10 different players against Atlanta. You know what he also did against Atlanta? He was 6-7 for 72 yards, two touchdowns, and two 20-plus yard passes when he was blitzed. Stop blitzing Dak Prescott. He will make you pay, unless yep. you're the Denver Broncos. But he will make you pay. <laughs> that throw to CeeDee Lamb against the blitz was beautiful. Dude, do you, do, you, do you see what he was talking about in the press conference after? He said that he just told he told CeeDee he was going to get blitzed. Go to that back pylon. Just go to it. Go to the back pylon. I will throw to you. And my God, did he deliver. He delivered, Tom. Then he had that quote about fucking throwing his shoulder in the guys and reminding people that he's a big-ass motherfucker. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I'm not a Cowboys fan, but Dak Prescott might be my favorite quarterback in the NFL. And I'm not saying this to try to get on your good side because you call me jinx and you say all this guy. I'm just telling you the truth. I love Dak Prescott. If Dak Prescott was a quarterback in the New York Jets, I would literally die tomorrow. Let's hope not. Well, well, no, I'm not saying that's ever going to happen. I'm just saying, like, if if that was the case – I, I would cry. I would literally probably die if Dak Prescott became a quarterback. Look, I, I just and I I'm gonna I'm just gonna I have a, a few more things. But how do you hate the guy? I don't know how anybody you, ever really you hate the guy if you're a jet or I mean a a cow a, a giant or an no. eagle fan. Well, yeah, but those people are pieces of shit. I know why they would hate him. But like besides them, like I don't know how you hate him. He you know he's got a good story. He wasn't even a fucking top three round draft pick. You know he's a good yeah. guy. He, you know he he does it all. He's a good guy. But let me it's just like talk. me. I don't I don't hate Josh Allen. Yes, you do. Let me talk about Dak Prescott here in the NFL real quick. Let me make a case for him and why he's an MVP contender. Okay, he's third in the racing right now behind. Speaking of Josh Allen, behind <laughs> Josh Allen, who's the favorite? You know why they're saying he's the most valuable player because they don't fucking run the football at all. So literally, just, like he does everything. So he's that, technically their most valuable player. But it's stupid. I think I, I think you can honestly put Lamar. I think you could put Lamar in front of him. And you know how I feel about Lamar. I think Lamar was more more valuable than Josh Allen. But let me just the uh, Bills are stinky. I don't understand them either. They are very stinky. But yeah, he's behind Josh Allen and he's behind Tom Brady, which makes sense. But not the last few weeks doesn't make sense. But. Whatever. It's still early to see. There's a lot of football to be played. But let's just talk about how Dak is doing right now. He leads the league with 400-plus passing yards since 2018 with nine games. You know who's behind him? Baby Goat Mahomes at six. And this was this is with 10 less games. I sent you the stat already. I think Mahomes played 55 games and Dak played 45. Yes, and, I, and then I, I quoted, I was like, wait, Mike, but garbage time. Garbage time, garbage time, garbage time. Well, fuck and garbage time. you off. The 2021 season, let me get into it. 110 passer rating, first, 70.3% completion percentage, second league, almost 300 yards passing yards a game, 292 to be exact, fifth in the NFL, 25 pass touchdown interception ratio, fifth in the NFL, among all qualified starts in the NFL. This is a top five quarterback, okay? Top five, honestly, with the stats he's given, he's top three. He is a top three NFL quarterback right now, Tom. And you can't tell me otherwise. You know, I was always so optimistic about him and being like, you know what? Maybe there's other quarterbacks that are better than him, like the Josh Allens, like the Lamars, like – no, not the Lamars. But you know what I'm trying to say. But Dak is proving his money right now. He got his contract. He's proving his money, and he's playing and being worth every single – What quarterback are you taking realistically? Take your cowboyness out of it, which is very hard. What quarterback in the NFL this year are you really sitting there and saying, I take him over Dak Prescott? I take, I take, I'll, I'll be honest. I think I'd take Rodgers because it's Rodgers. Okay. Because no matter how old that guy gets, he's phenomenal. I agree. I take, that was I, on my list. I have, I have a list and I'll let you, I want to hear yours first. Rodgers is on my list. Okay. I take Rodgers. I would take, I don't know if I want to take Mahomes because 
of how fucking turnover lovely he has been this year. It, it's bad. But like Mahomes got Mahomes is a freak, but I I don't know. <laughs> honestly, I take Rodgers. My list is one. I take Rodgers. That's I, it. I, I honestly think that's what it is. I think it's just Rodgers. At and this the, the exact point, it's only Rodgers. Ten weeks through the season, I think honestly Aaron Rodgers has Dak as being the best quarterback in the league right now. I think that's it. Honestly, they think that's it. Yeah. But let me just you remember how I talked about the blitz before, Tom? Tell me, yeah. let me know if Aaron Rodgers does this. Not saying he's better than Aaron Rodgers. He is the only quarterback with 10 plus passing touchdowns versus the Blitz. He's 15. The nearest other quarterback, only eight against the Blitz. So if you blitz Dak Prescott, we're scoring. The teams are gonna stop blitzing. That's what you're but that's, but that, you're that's my offensive fucking snagging. I'm done blowing Dak let Prescott. Let me hear about the defense. I will hear about the defense. Let me give a shout out to Kellen Moore real quick, baby. I love you, Kellen Moore. You are phenomenal. You have the number one. You are you're you're top five in everything. A total offense, rushing per game, passing per game. You're you're just doing it all. I want to give a shout out to CD Lamb because people said he was gonna have the second year fuck. Fuck no, he isn't. Two touchdowns on Sunday, being the guy, making Amari Cooper look like the second wide receiver on the team. That's hard to do. Um, shout out my gal being back. You're looking healthy. You know, you're, you're back in it. I had like five receptions on Sunday and then I'm going to give it to this offensive line to pick it up. I gave him fucking shenanigans last week. They picked it up. They look 10 times better. Um, and then one more shout out to Zeke because I love you, Zeke. You don't even have to run the ball. You are the best. He is the best, uh, blocker, running back blocker in the league. 110%. He protects his boy, Dak Prescott. That's it though. That's my offensive fucking my, my talk. Defense. Mm. How bad did I rag on these guys last week, Tom? I fucking yeah, rag. But I remember I told you to just just calm down. I, and I, I wait, I, I've been waiting and I've been cutting you off so much because I've been waiting for the last 15 minutes for you to tell me what I've been waiting to hear. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know I'm talking a lot. I know. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. no, no, no. I just want one thing from you. And then you could just take talk the rest you want about the Cowboys. I want one thing. I want right. a three. A four-word sentence. Four-word sentence. I was wrong. I am so wrong. Is that what it is? Well, I technically I want to tell you the four words. Four-word sentence. I told you so. Okay, yeah, continue. <laughs> oh, number two. Uh, I, you're right, Tom. Number two, defense. I'm back to hyping them up. I don't care. I was wrong, Tom. You told me so. There you go. I said it. Thank All you. right. They held the Atlanta offense to three points. The Atlanta offense had the same amount of points as the Cowboys had turnovers on Sunday. You're going to have a lot of football that. games like that. I know. I know. A lot of stuff. The heart, the energy. He was back. Dan Quinn, he said in the locker room, he got the ball after the game. Well-deserved. Uh, he got these guys pumped up again against his old team. You know, he, he was talking about it. I'm pretty sure he was talking about it in the locker room after. I saw the video. He said, you know, it's hard being uh, fired from another team, but it's good to have a team that has your back now. And that's how you can tell he has a good relationship with those guys on the defensive side of the ball. So shout out to Dan Quinn doing his thing. You know, guess who's back, Tom? Not only is it me hyping up these boys, is but Trayvon Diggs Lawrence? is back. Oh. <laughs> oh. But I yeah, he he'll be back week. I don't know. He'll be back soon. But Trayvon Diggs is back being a pick in Island Menace. He is the Darrell Revis of this era. No, I'm just kidding. I know you're going to be upset. <laughs> But he has eight picks. Nearest guy to him is five. He is just a fucking menace, okay? He's an interception of 14% of average targets. He's the only CB in the league that has over 8.1%. He's a ball hawk, all right? Trayvon Talk Diggs has more interceptions than Zach Wilson has touchdown passes. Yikes. <laughs> I thought we were talking about the Cowboys, the positivity. Not the negative, <laughs> not the negative stuff yet. But what a breakout game for Jordan Lewis, too. I don't know if you watched the game, but Jordan Lewis looked phenomenal. Jordan That's Lewis good. looked really good. Another quarterback that needed to step up. Him, Anthony Brown, Trayvon Diggs, is 13 interceptions this season. You want to hear something crazy, Tom? Because I got, I got all the stats. Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell, crazy. tell me. You want to hear something crazy, Tom? 13 interceptions on the season already. It's only week 10. Going back to the last 10 years, Tom. The last 10 years. Cowboys have only had as many interceptions this season, this many interceptions this season three times. And you know what? Only the cornerbacks never accounted for more than eight of them. Wow. That's fucking crazy. Like D-line, they were getting interceptions. It's fucking insane. So that just shows you the difference right now. 
Think that he'd be your top four in the NFL in passing defense. Mika Parsons, I fucking love you. Defensive rookie of the year at minus 160. You fucking hammer it because he is unbelievable. He's a linebacker playing the fucking pass rush, and and he's phenomenal. He's number one. Uh, he's number one in sacks. He's number one in winning percentage when he pass rushes out of all rookies. He's a menace. Seven sacks. Mika Parsons. It's going to be a long, long week for all Chiefs tackles this upcoming week because he's going to be doing it again. But that's my defensive praise. And my third and last point, because I've been talking for like 20 minutes. I'm sorry, Tom. No, you're good. Happy, happy again. But I'm staying humble. I know I'm not, I'm not sounding humble, but I'm staying humble because this team can be a Super Bowl contender like you're saying, but I'm not going to admit it. They can be a Super Bowl contender. And if they get together and they win these next three games, especially because they're against they're against hard teams. Think about the schedule they have upcoming. They have they play three games in 13 days. It's gonna be hard. It's gonna be rough. Right? They got they have the Chiefs on on, on the, the game of the week on Sunday. They have Thanksgiving against the Raiders. And then next and then the following Thursday, they have a game against the Saints on the road. So it's gonna be a hard schedule coming up until they play the NFC East the entire time. But if they stay humble and they play the best football they can play, we can see how good this team is. I'm staying humble at the moment, though, and that is my three Cowboys points. I'm sorry I talked the whole time, Tom. I'm ready to hear about your Jets, unless you have something to say about the Cowboys. No, no, no. I, I Listen, I agree everything you said. Last week, I told you so. that I think the loss to the Broncos was a, the, the kick in the teeth that the Cowboys needed because – People underestimate, you know, Dak missed the previous game. They had a bye week in there, too. It's a long time, you know, like like there was going to be some growing pains coming back. Uh, they made some decisions early in the game that, that let the game get out of control naturally. If they took some points on those early drives that Mike McCarthy went for, it could have changed the whole complexion of the game. You know, there's no momentum swing. There's no, you know, there's just a bunch of things that can happen. Like little things like that in football can totally just steamroll as I know from watching games get out of hand so fast, so many times. So right. as a fan, I know if the Jets, and I remember how I was, surprisingly, I remember how I was, when the Jets in 2015, right, they went 10 and 6. There was a point where, you know, they won four or five in a row. They were one of the hottest teams in the NFL. They beat New England. I was like, there's no way they're going to lose to Buffalo. And it humbled me again. They ended up losing to Buffalo. But I remember even in 2009 and then going into 2010, when and the first time and only time in my life, Right. And even in 2011, that the Jets are predicted to go to the playoffs, go to the Super Bowl, you know, Rex Ryan, all the predictions. There was like an expectation and a hype. I remember the Jets, the Jets, bro, were going into a Monday night game against the Wingman. Both teams were nine and two. The Jets started the year 0 and 1. So when it, if you just put into perspective, that is a 10 game stretch where the Jets go nine, they go nine and one. But nine and one in 10 games, I'm Please. never going to probably see that in my life. Right. I remember. Correct. Going in that one night game, like we're gonna get killed. We're gonna, and they did. So, so, but then after that, I'm like, we're we're still gonna win games. Like, so the thing is, it's like, I respect your humbleness, respect but I think bit. it's getting to a point where you need to understand that you you're watching one of the best teams in football with one of the best quarterbacks in football, with one of the best running backs in football, with one of the best skill groups in football. So you just need to enjoy. It. You don't need to be pessimistic. I'm personally not going to come at you and say, oh, my God, the Cowboys aren't for real. The Cowboys aren't this. The Cowboys aren't that. The Cowboys aren't this. Because they're at a point already where they don't, if they have a bad game, it's just a bad game. They're going to bounce back because they bounce back twice now. So just enjoy right. it. That, that's my thing to do. Just enjoy it because there are so many other fan bases that would be killing for your situation right now. And I know the past, and I know Jason Garrett, and I know they always collapse. But they've never collapsed with Dak Prescott. Correct? Correct. They've, they, haven't, Correct. they haven't collapsed with this quarterback. And they haven't collapsed with this, this coach yet because it's only his, really his first full year. He had to deal with Andy Dalton last year. This is his first full year as a coach, and he's looking like Green Bay, Mike McCarthy, in my opinion. So that's my he take on the Cowboys. Yes. He is coaching very well. You, you are is. right. He is. All right. Do we even waste our time talking about this football team? No, no. We are going to talk about this <laughs> I'm team. joking. We so are. If I, if I had the balls, Tom, I'm out before I let you talk. So you cut me off a few times. I'm going to talk real quick. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. If I had the balls, which I kind of do, but if I had the balls, especially with Joe Flacco 
starting to speak. Oh, you were going to take them this week? I would take the Jets to – I think – I mean, I'll, I'll get into when we talk about our scores. But, yeah, I would take the Jets spread this week. I'll let you talk now, but I have a couple reasons why. But I'm going to let you go first. I should, I'm going to scare you away. I was, I was going to say this. I was going to say this when I got really angry and started screaming. But I think I'm going to shy you away from that decision right away. With no, my no, first, no. With my first takeaway from this game. This fucking defense might be the worst. Worst in NFL history. <laughs> the worst. In tough. the last four games. They've given up 175 points. That's almost 50 <laughs> a game. That's almost 50 a game, okay? To put it in perspective, the last time this franchise was even competent, they gave up 236 points all season in 2009. They've given up 175 in four games. <laughs> so you want to know why I wouldn't take the Jets? You want, you want to know why I wouldn't take Jets spread this week? Because what, uh, I could put you out at quarterback right now, and you would somehow find a way to put up 40 points against the New York Jets. Tua Tungalaivoa could throw righty and put up 40 points against the Jets on Sunday. All right? That's why I would stay away. I don't know, and I, and I ripped, and Giant fans who are going to end up listening to this, look, I do the same thing with my team too, so I'm not biased, all right? It pisses me off when coaches are hired and come from being coordinators, and their first year on the job, that position group is the worst on the effing team. How? Look at Dallas. Look at Dallas. It's a prime example. They hire Mike McCarthy. Mike, what's their strongest p- point of their, of their team? Just be honest with me. What's the strongest point of their team? What are you afraid of when you play the Dallas Cowboys? Of what? They're off. They're off. Their offense. Because why? Mike McCarthy was an offensive coordinator. He's always been an offensive coach. So he comes and he steps in, and his fucking offense is good. Okay? Yeah, Look at right. Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll, right? Correct. Defense coordinator. Legion of Boom. Hires the right guys. When he comes back to the NFL, right? Bill Belichick, defense coordinator. He's winning with a fucking below average quarterback right now. Winning Correct. football games because of his defense. Correct. So why is Robert Sala, a defensive coordinator, coming in? And this defense is so bad. It's so bad. It is so hard to watch. So hard to watch. Everybody and their mother knew Buffalo had was not running the ball. Like, you could have put no defensive lineman out there. They're gonna, they're gonna not run the ball, and the Jets got burnt on play action. Buffalo had like forty-one total rushing yards, and then they had like three hundred passing yards on play action. How the fuck does that make sense? That's like me telling you, Mike. Hey, I'm not right. I am not all right. Gonna buy you Chick Fil A. I'm not gonna buy you Chick Fil A at all, right? <laughs> I, I'm not buying you Chick Fil A. It's not happening because. I don't have the money for it, but you know what? I'm going to drive you by that Chick-fil-A drive-thru. I'm going to drive you by it. I'm going to drive you by it. <laughs> and you're going to think I'm going to get you Chick-fil-A, and then I'm going to leave your ass there waiting for the Chick-fil-A, and I'm going to go right by you. That's what basically the Jets did on Sunday. They basically knew Buffalo was going to run the ball, but when Buffalo acted like they were going to run the ball, they got they fell for it, and they got burned. So I don't have many other takeaways other than, Mike White turned into a pumpkin, okay? I called that. You can give me credit on that. I'm not a jinx there. I do, I, he, and he looked lost. He looked like he couldn't handle a real NFL defense. I don't know what the Bengals did differently than the Bills. I mean, I, they didn't bring pressure, I think, so he was able to think and dunk and get into a rhythm. But Buffalo was just bringing constant pressure, and he didn't know how to handle it. So he turned into a pumpkin. I knew that was going to happen. To think Mike White was going to be a, a, a amazing, it wasn't going to happen. Lastly, the last thing I want to say about this team is although Mike White played like fucking shit on Sunday, why in the fucking world are we starting Joe Flacco on Sunday? Why? Because he he gives us the best chance to win because he understands exotic blitzes. You don't want to know what Joe Flacco did last year against the freaking Miami Dolphins? Got blown out. Okay? They lost 25-3. to I remember that, yes. So there's some type of love affair going on between Joe Douglas and Joe Flacco because not only did they try to sign him in the offseason again as our backup quarterback and he denied us and went to Philadelphia because he thought it was the best chance to play. We traded a six-round pick for him. That could turn into a fifth-round pick if he plays four games, which now, I I mean, it could happen, right? Um, And now we're playing him instead of Mike White, who really only had one bad game, okay? Right? Correct. Zach Wilson had like five bad games. We're still rolling him out every year, every week. So Mike White has one bad game. Now we're going to Joe Flacco. 
Okay, cool. So what's going to happen? Is, is Zach Wilson healthy? Is he? Are we just, are we finally admitting that he's healthy? He's just not ready for the NFL game yet because it's too fast for him. So now he's got to watch another quarterback. So, so now if you're Zach Wilson, it's, it's really beneficial. And I don't know if you can hear the sarcasm in my voice. It's very beneficial to sit behind a veteran quarterback and learn, right? But now this is going to be the third quarterback that he's going to watch and learn. And he possesses the skill set of not one of them. Okay. Mike White, <laughs> shut down King, can't move the pocket. Zach Wilson doesn't do that. Josh Johnson, mobile quarterback that likes to make all the crazy throws. That can, you can say that's kind of like Zach Wilson. So why not start Josh Johnson this week? Joe Flacco sits in the pocket like a statue and chucks the ball 70 yards in the air. All three of those guys are not are the anti-Zach Wilson. So hey Zach, I'm Michael Ford. Hey Zach. You've been hurt. So Mike White, right? He started. Play the game like him again, like how he played against Cincinnati. Let's play like him against Cincinnati, but not like how he played against Buffalo. Hey, remember Josh Johnson? Let's play like him how he played against Indy. But remember, he's not good enough to start over Joe Flacco, who we just traded for in the next week, okay, when we realize Mike White's not good enough. And, hey, now watch Joe Flacco play against the Miami Dolphins because he might understand these blitzes better. Poor Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson, yeah, it's beneficial to watch a veteran when you're Patrick Mahomes and you're playing behind Alex Smith or when you're Daniel Jones and you're playing behind Eli Manning or when you're Dak Prescott and you're learning from Tony Romo. That's beneficial. What's not <laughs> beneficial is sitting behind Mike White, Josh Johnson, and Joe Flacco in consecutive weeks and two of them in one game. Do you think Zach wasn't really learning anything? They're literally no. just admitting that he's hurt a little bit. He's not ready. We're just throwing guys out there to hopefully benefit the rookies that we have. And I honestly think they're starting Joe Flacco because they're going to be all out blitzes and they want to see how our receivers do vertically because Joe Flacco is going to take three steps back and fucking heave the ball 60 yards. That's what Joe Flacco is going to do. So basically this team's back to being a dumpster fire. They reeled me in a little bit looking like, all right, this coach is that's doing something. They beat the Bengals. And just when they reel you in, they fucking throw you back to the wolves, not once, but twice. Blow it against the Colts, blow it against the Bills. And now we got the Miami Dolphins at three and seven coming in. And I had to hear Jet fans today. And this is the last thing I'm gonna say before we do our what, you know, what college or whatever sports we're gonna do. I had Jet fans telling me today because our next four games are as follows uh, Miami, Houston, New Orleans, Philadelphia, right? Okay. That we're gonna win four in a row. You know what I say to that? You know what I say to that? Who said Don't that? Fuck yourself. Because if you believe and you're going to throw that fake news out there on the internet, you're an idiot and you're a stupid Jeff fan. And you're the Jeff fan that most fan bases love to hate because no matter how bad they are, no matter how much they spit in your mouth, no matter how much they shit on your chest, you're going to believe that this team can actually win and that this team can be actually competent and that we chose the right head coach and that we chose the right GM and that we chose the right quarterback. Let's relax, okay? This team needs to lose and keep losing as bad as possible. So somebody in that fucking organization wakes up. Because I, two weeks ago, thought the Jets weren't a joke anymore. And then there's a giant city. And the Jets were like, hold my fucking beer. Like they always do. So, in conclusion, I hate the New York Jets. Why yes. am I going to sit and watch Joe Flacco on a 32-degree cloudy day in the middle of November right before Thanksgiving? I don't fucking know. I'm not feeling very thankful. That's for sure. But I'm going anyway. Mike, please just pray for me. And pray that one day when we're doing this podcast, the Cowboys win a game in their six and one, and the Jets just won a game in their six and one. And we're both talking about where we're traveling to to watch each other's teams in the Super Bowl. Let's pray for that day because you might right. be seeing that very soon. Me, no. I might be dead in a grave with a radio playing the next time the Jets are fucking in the Super Bowl. So fucking done. That was my electric. score prediction for that game, for this game coming up against Miami, 31-13, Dolphins. Book it. Cowboys, right, so just, for my Cowboys game, my, yeah, we're going to do this prediction that we do in my college. For the Cowboys, I think the Cowboys and Chiefs going to be very underrated, like very underrated defensive game. I think it's going to be low, lower scoring than people think it's going to be. Low scoring right. for these two teams, retrospectively. Give me Cowboys, 28-24. And for the Giants, fuck Fuck the Giants. Tom Brady's going to come and get his revenge. He's going to blame it on Bill Belichick. Give me the Buccaneers, 41-20. All right, so he's two scores out there, baby. Tom is done. He's ready to fucking roll him for the name back college. But I got something to say. Because, honestly, Tom, we don't agree with each other one bit for this week for our teams. 
All right. You're going to predict the Cowboys to lose. You're going to predict the Giants to win because Tom Brady. And you're going to predict the Jets to win because Joe Flacco. No, yes, no. All right. But, uh, <laughs> Dolphins, Jets. Okay. Dolphins, Jets. It's going to be a lot closer than you're saying. I know Joe Flacco's playing. I know the Jets look like shit. Listen, Dolphins just got the biggest win in their season. All right. Biggest win in their season against the Ravens team is very good. Let's slow it the fuck down. Let's, let's, let's slow it down a little bit. The Dolphins are still a two and seven football team. Okay. I know the Jets three, are too. Three and seven. Three and seven. Three and seven. Three and seven. Sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot. <laughs> three win teams need praise. I mean, we are about we are about to talk about the Giants. Let's slow it down a little bit. Okay. Let's see how the Jets do. I think the defense is a rivalry game. Rivalry, Tom. Hear that word. Rivalry. All right. Well, I think I said it right. Defensive game, 110%. I think this game's going to be very ugly. But give me the Jets. The Jets to win. Oh, God. 13 to 10. That is my first pick. Okay. I'm going to save this. I'll save that pick for last because it's my team. <laughs> Giants, Bucks. Plus 11 spread. Very high spread. I want to believe that Tom Brady has had two shit weeks back-to-back. Well, a shit week, a bye week, and then another shit week. He's going to play a Giants team that he, he historically does bad on, right? I think the Giants cover the spread. But I'm still going to pick the Bucks to win the game by a touchdown. I think it will be very low scoring as well because they're going to try to run Saquon. Daniel Jones is going to be forced to throw. Eh. Fucking. And then I think that Tom Brady is not going to throw the ball as much until he throws his pick that I, you know, I was talking about earlier. But I think I think the Bucs are going to win this game 20-13. Another shitty game. Now this pick. Oh, Chiefs, Cowboys, okay? Chiefs have won three in a row. They think that they're back. A lot of people think that they're back. Cowboys have a big bounce back game against the Falcons. Absolutely smothered them. I get it. The Chiefs have won three in a row. They have a blowout game against the Raiders, who I think are kind of stinky. Very stinky. So, everyone, the fact that this game isn't a pick em is kind of absurd. It is kind of absurd. The only thing that makes me nervous is if the Chiefs really are back, this offense could do a lot of damage to this defense that lets up big plays and lets up yards. That's what I'm worried about. Tyreek Kill on Trayvon Diggs. Is Diggs going to be able to keep up with Tyreek Hill? We'll see. I have, I'm, I'm going to go with my main prediction here because I'm trying to be humble. And I and I think this is a game that the Cowboys can afford to lose. No, no, well, I'm you sorry. You love saying I, that. You love saying I said, that. I said that wrong. I said that wrong. I think this is a game. This is a game that the Cowboys really need to win compared to the Chiefs who can't afford to lose this game because their division is hot poo. Yes. The Cowboys division, the NFC East is hot poo too. But believe it or not, the Eagles and the Giants have very easy schedules coming up after this week. So, and they're also the Cowboys looking for this number one seed. I think at first before I got on the show, I said I was going to pick the Chiefs to win by – I think the number was perfect. I said the Chiefs going to win by a field goal. It was going to be an offensive shootout. And I think that's very cliche. I think that's very, very like, oh, so everyone else is taking – everyone's slamming me over. Everyone's taking the Chiefs because because the Chiefs won three games in a row, so all of a sudden they're back after a big offensive performance. You know what? I changed my mind mid-fucking talk. Fuck that. You're doing it to me. I'm doing it to you, and it might jinx me. I'm jinxing myself. Jinx my boys. But I think, honestly, if Dan Quinn looks at the tape and sees all the fucking mistakes that Patrick Mahomes is making and has his offense come after him, I think the Cowboys can honestly run away with this game. I think that's bullshit to say. It might sound bullshit to say, but I honestly think the Cowboys could blow out, blow out the Chiefs if they just get to Patrick Mahomes and make him cause turnovers. I'm not saying that's going to be scores. Things going to be a little bit closer. Give me your score. <laughs> I don't know. Give it. You're beating around the bush. Give it to me. You're trying to figure out what you want the score to be. You're going all over the place. Be a fucking cowboy. <laughs> yeah. Go to the Chiefs kingdom and win this fucking football game 27 to 20. That's yes. my prediction. Let's go. 
And I'm sorry it took like an hour to decide. <laughs> you were fucking going back and forth in your head. You're like, this is Jesus, this is Cowboys. Is it going to be a shootout? Is it not? You were all over the place there. Oh, it must be good watching good and fun football and being excited for a matchup on Sunday. Uh, you know what's going to make you feel better? I know it will make you feel better. Name that college? Name that college. Hall We're changing the format up, Hall of Fame edition or active former players. Then that would be Hall of Famers, even though I think I chose three Hall of Famers. I, I chose three retired players that are probably going to be Hall of Famers or a Hall of Fame. Oh, so more recently. All right. Do you want to go first or you want me to go first? Let me go first. Okay. You're Thank first you. quarterback of the Miami Dolphins, former quarterback of the Miami Dolphins, Dan Marino, the greatest Super Bowl to ever the greatest quarterback to never win a Super Bowl. Back we were born. I don't know. <laughs> ACC school, but when he played Big East. One more hit. One more hit. One more hit. Or actually, probably not the Big East. Probably the I don't know. Yeah, ACC. Okay, Pennsylvania College. Pittsburgh. Yeah. Ding 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 ding. University of Pitt. Dan Marino. Who really? honestly fell to the pick 23 because he smoked a little ganj. I love that for him. Yes, but he's the greatest quarterback to never win a Super Bowl. All right. My turn for my first guy. Who's my first guy? You ready for this? Yep. The Megatron. I'm going with all receivers, by the way. But Megatron, Ooh. Alvin Johnson. Megatron went to – he didn't go to a big school, right? It is a big school, but not really big for football. Well, maybe now, maybe now it is. But it wasn't before. Give me a hint. I want to say they're in the ACC. They are in the ACC. Oh, wait. He went to Miami, right? No. Oh, where'd he go? Georgia Tech. Ah. Uh, That's ACC, right? Yeah. Yeah. I should know that. That's bad. Yeah. All right. I, 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 that was, I was very unexpected. That was very unexpected. All right, go ahead. All right. Uh, Peyton Manning. Tennessee. There you go. Good job. <laughs> Ready for this one? Yeah. The greatest receiver to never win a Super Bowl. Larry Fitzgerald. Pitt. Nice. <laughs> uh, me- here's your cowboy, your former give me cowboy. A- give me Roy a- Aikman. Oh, fuck. I thought you were going to give me Tony Romo. I was like, oh, <laughs> All right, uh, give me a hint because I honestly don't know. California. It's in California or is it Cal? <laughs> Why would I tell you the school? I don't know. <laughs> you can um, give me two answers for this, honestly, because he transferred. That helps you at all. Really? Are they both in California? Nope. Oh. Uh, um, it's in California? hmm I don't know. UCLA. Oh, okay. Where did he transfer He also to? went to Oklahoma. No, he started at Oklahoma, and then he went to UCLA. Oh, um, yeah. I, I, I'm not a big Troy Aikman guy, so mm. I would never know. Most overrated quarterback in iPhone history. Anyway. I, yeah. Um, I mean, he won a Super Bowl, so, I mean, whatever. I love the I think he was the biggest reason why you guys had some AFC title runs. Santonio Holmes. The Ohio State University. Very nice. Um, very I thought you were going to give me Braylon Edwards, and I was all ready to say Michigan. <laughs> nah, I love Santonio Holmes on the Jets. He was a dog. You know what people forget about Braylon Edwards, man? We traded for him in 2009 in like week four after we realized Mark Sanchez wasn't going to be any good throwing to Jericho Cotri and Chansey Stucky. And so we, <laughs> we I, I love Cotri, though. No, so no, funny. no. Cotri was good, but Cotri was not number one wide receiver. So oh, yeah, we realized that, you know, we needed – I mean, you had Dustin Keller, too, who was a really good tight end. But we were like, we need a wide receiver. And we got Braylon Edwards from the Browns, man. And this dude was a beast that year. And then when he became the number two and Cotri became the three and Holmes came in as the one with Keller. Mark, Mark, Mark Sanchez, Mac Jones, 2.0. Um, all right. Name that college concluded favorite team slash local coverage over in like yeah. an hour and now um, we are go to fantasy yeah the yikes the yikes segment of our show right now yeah it's uh, ice cold yeah we'll be back yes we will gmt fantasy 
back back and the segment that i'm taking full credit for for screwing us over aren't i no 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 no, no. <laughs> this is you this week this was me this week fucking <laughs> gibson two touchdowns what the fuck the fuck <laughs> are you doing <laughs> fuck. antonio gibson dropped 22 points and then ryan Tannehill he he got under the 19 point mark that i thought but i thought matthew stafford's points would fucking eat that alive and matt and stafford had a bad week. Like, Dog shit. Like, what the fuck? Absolute dog shit. So we lost the segment by, like, another margin. So we've lost three of the last four weeks, Tom. There has to be a difference here. So that's why I switched it up this week a little bit with my pick, my starts, and my sits. I'm not going with any quarterbacks. Quarterbacks have been fucking me anally. So I am not going to do a quarterback for starting a scene this week. I am going to do a receiver and a running back. Would you like me to start, or would you like to start? Yes, please start. I will, and I'm going to go with the biggest, baddest, whitest receiver as my first start, and I love this guy, especially with Derek Carr at the helm. Give me Hunter Renfro to start Las Vegas against the Bengals, all right? I love Hunter Renfro this week. The Bengals love giving points out. Let's just let's just let's just let's just say you like them because you like them. Because let's switch it up a little bit. Because if I could be oh, a little bit, let, get, let's be if I could be a little dick, you've been giving the stats and telling us why, and your picks kind of suck. <laughs> so, mean, don't tell, so don't tell us why. Just say you like Hunter Renfro because you like Hunter Renfro. That's what I do. Right. I protect myself. Give me Hunter Renfro. Against the Bengals. You can give me your reasons on why you're sitting, people. Those are good. That's smart. But while you're starting, I'm just saying you like them this time. Let's see if it works. All right. I'll do right pro because he's white and I like him. <laughs> yeah, be racist too. Nice. No. Yeah. <laughs> Running back. Give me, for very obvious reasons, because I like <laughs> Or because Aaron Jones is Hurt, dickhead. Look, give me AJ Dillon. Oh my God, it's a half white, half black running back to make you. <laughs> give me AJ Dillon to start against the Vikings this week, especially if Aaron Jones is out. Obviously, he is. That's it. I'm not giving any more reasons because I said so. All right, awesome. Tom, how about fucking stats? Because your start sits have sucked consistently. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm going against the grain this week, and I'm starting pretty boy porn star lover, Jimmy G. Against the Jaguars. Let's have a feeling that Jimmy G is going to have a good game. I don't know why. He's going to be in South. He's going to be <laughs> starting Jimmy G. This has nothing to do with me having to start him in a league or anything, but I have him feeling good. Jimmy G against the Jaguars. I feel like the game plan is going to be good. All right. My second start is Tyler Lockett against the Cardinals. Dude always has big games against the Cardinals. I like Russell Wilson to bounce back against the Packers. I like the whole offense as a whole. The PK Metcalf might get suspended for whatever the fuck he was doing last week. Give me Tyler Lockett against the Cardinals. Because Tyler Lockett. All right, Mike, your two sits for this week. What are they? All right. Receiver. Go with Allen Robinson this week. All right. For the Bears against the Ravens. I'll give you my little reasons for this, not because I just love it, but honestly, Allen Robinson has not produced it all this year. His best game on fantasy was last week with like nine points. All right. He's falling behind to Daryl Mooney, who is obviously Justin Fields' favorite target on the yep. Bears right now. Allen Robinson is not producing as a fantasy starting wide receiver or even a flex. I would sit him this week. Second, I know you love this guy. You think he's the priority in the running back field for Buffalo. I'm saying sit Devin Singletary this week against the Colts. I think the Colts have a really good run defense. All right. And obviously we're in the helm with Zach Moss back there and Matt Breida. I don't think he's going to get the production and the points that you need to win a fantasy matchup this week. So give me Devin Singletary against the Colts as my second sit very nice my two sits i'm going to two guys on the same team so this is either gonna really fuck us or really 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 help us why do you do this my first sit is gonna be dj moore for the carolina panthers against the washington football team why cam newton's gonna start and what does cam newton not do throw the ball down the field what is the so you're you're gonna sit robbie anderson no 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 he just doesn't throw the ball down the field. DJ Moore likes to extend the field. Just not going to be good. My second sit, Cam Newton against the Washington football team. There is no coach better than game planning against Cam Newton than Ron Rivera. Why? Because Ron Rivera made Cam Newton good. Ron Rivera took Cam Newton to the Super Bowl. 
It's as simple as that. Riverboat Ron's going to shut down Cam Newton. Cam Newton's going to feel what it's like to start an NFL game again. He's going to get punched again in the mouth against the run. He's not going to be able to get his rushing yards and his touchdowns or whatever because Washington's going to stack that box. Okay? They're going to force him to win with his arm. And what can Cam Newton not do, as we learned last year in New England? He cannot throw. So sit DJ Moore because Cam Newton can't throw in the football and sit Cam Newton because he can't throw the football and Washington knows that. <laughs> <laughs> and that are is my two sits for those. He, he said, "Since you didn't work, can't get him. Can't throw the football. He can't do it because he can't throw the football." <laughs> Great, you know. Honestly, this might have been your best short sit to date. No, <laughs> that's fantastic. Oh, oh man, hopefully we cause back this week, Tom. This has been a. Very chaotic episode so far. Obviously, it's we have been all out of whack, but everything. Yeah, we have one more. I almost just did an, an exit because we're done technically after this segment because we have one more coming up that we filmed two hours ago. So <laughs> no. we are all over the place. Mike's but, went uh, from a laptop with bad connection to a phone with good connection. So I can't. Do we give exit. him the chance? Do we give him? Do we do we redo his empty bets or no? It's up to you. No, I kind of like the ending. We were fucking around. It was good. It was yeah, good. yeah, I like it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So I guess we have to say right now. ZMT <laughs> bets next. ZMT bets coming back. We'll be right back. Yes. ZMT bets back. Milk back. money, cash money. Give me your picks against the spread on your prop pick for the week. Yeah. We go from the car, live at the Playfield Country Club's most unbreaked juice picks of the week. First, I am heading to Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love. Fuck you guys. Just kidding. But I'm taking the Saints plus one against the Eagles. I'm traveling to Philadelphia. The Saints defense is good enough to stop this running game. It's got the Philadelphia team rolling. I just think the Saints defense is good enough. Give me the Saints plus one. Second. I'm going to Jacksonville. I go, the, the 49ers got this huge win against the fucking Rams. I know, I know. But in the traveling east, it's on a short week. Give me the Jags plus six against the 49ers. Upset game. Give me the Jags. Third, I'm going with the Texans here. I'm traveling to Tennessee. I know the Tennessee teams beat all the elite teams. They beat the Rams, they beat the Saints, they beat the Chiefs. There's a letdown spot here. Ten points is a lot of points. Give me the Texans plus ten against the Titans. Running it back. Got the Saints plus one against the Eagles. Jags plus six against the Niners, and Texas plus 10 against the Titans. And my profit for the week, this guy is throwing in five interceptions in four games. He might be the GOAT, but he's getting old. Give me Tom Brady to throw an interception against the New York Giants. Wow, I like it, I like it. Especially the last one. And for TL's mood, three and one again last week. My first game, I'm heading to Minnesota where milk money, cash money was a couple weeks ago. Give me the yeah. bad and Aaron Rodgers shutting out the Bucks Seahawks. I mean, give me them on a back-to-back. Give me them laying two against the Vikings. Screw Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings. For my second pick, I'm going to Las Vegas, Sin City, baby. And I am gambling on this pick. They've lost two in a row. They're coming off a bye. Give me Joe Big Dig Farrow and the Bengals laying one against the Las Vegas Raiders, who are absolutely reeling now. And my third pick, they got shut out last week. I'm, I took the team that they lost to. I'm going to take them on a bounce back. Russell Wilson coming back. Give me the Seahawks. I don't care if Kyler Murray's playing. I don't care if Colt McCoy's playing. I don't care if whoever their third string quarterback is playing. Give me the Seahawks. Getting two and a half. Getting two and a half at home against the Cardinals. Running it back. Give me the Packers laying two at home uh, on the road against Minnesota. The Bengals laying a one point on the road against the Vegas Raiders. And the Seahawks getting, getting two and a half points at home against the Arizona Cardinals. And my prop bet for the week, give me Russ. Let Russ cook over one and a half touchdowns. Woo! That's electric. The car is, I mean, I have headphones on, but I don't know vicinity of this car right now it's, it's like hot. you're like throwing it back to where when, how we used to do this podcast i do that's wild i know that i thought about we used to record we used to meet up every week and do this <laughs> and then we were like that's not gonna last a good thing we found zoom thank you to the pandemic um but yeah tom great job i think that was 
one of the most electric ZMT bets that we have given. He was giving a little recap from last week. I went two and two. I broke the one and three spell. I broke your spell, the two and two spell. Yes, you did. Yes, um, you did. And you flipped the switch on my three, uh, one and three, and you got three and one. Um, so uh, five and three overall week from going three and five the past two weeks. Um, that's definitely an improvement. We definitely have a big winning record now. Um, do not know that off the top of my head. Do you still hear me? I lost you for about the last 10 seconds. Oh, no. So I missed, after you said two and two, I missed my record, your record, and the podcast record. So if you just want to repeat that real quick while I got you, then, yeah. You hear me now, though? I hear you now. You sure? 100%. Yes. (laughs) All right. This is this is not working. No, no, no. We're gonna get we're, we're for the people who are gonna be listening to this pod. The ZMT bet segment will be recorded separate of the other two. Okay, this is not working. So <laughs> I I got you again. I got you now for that. Right. What is our what was what were you going to say? I was saying what I was saying before this fucking shitty Wi-Fi cut me out. I said that you went. 3-1 this week. I went 2-2. Two two. We both broke our drives. You can't hear me? Oh, fuck All right. But here's the beauty of it, people. Uh, we're losing Mike in and out here. Um, we'll give our records when we re-record our first segment, and we'll go – and we'll say, no, we won't even do that. You know what? We're sorry. We're both working people, okay? We had a tough time finding scheduled time today. Mike's working overtime. I'm working overtime. We're trying to make money. This podcast doesn't bring us any bucks yet. Yet. So we're just working through it. I think you're not blurry anymore. Let's try this one more time. Do you hear me? Do you hear now me? Now I hear you. I hear 100, you. 100%. Loud and, Loud and clear. No scratchiness. Let's okay. Try it again. Tom. Slower, maybe. Tom. <laughs> Tom. Yes. yes. Let's round up this segment. You went three and one. Beautiful. I went two and two. Improvement. Improvement. Overall record, don't know. Glad (laughs) I got cut off. (laughs) But that's it. That's all I had to say before this whole internet connection bullshit happened. So we're done. We're done. So, And people, you know where to find us. Twitter, Instagram, underscore. And your mom's ass. Uh, This is why it's not working. You can't end it out this part. This is my part. All right, I hear you. Go then. Go then. This is great content. You know what it is. Follow us on. Oh my God, I don't remember it. (laughs) Now I remember. Sports underscore ZNT, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And your sister's ass. Connection will never cut off for that electric part of the podcast. Tom, it has been a pleasure. I know you can't hear me. I don't fucking know. All right. <laughs> but, but we're done. We're done. And we appreciate you all for listening. And we'll be back next week. Go win money. Go win your bets. Go win everything. Let's go. Go Cowboys. Go Jets. Fuck the Giants. Yes. See you later.